previously on Theory of Anything. Subnautica this, Subnautica that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the conclusion. So, Paps, uh, what have you been playing recently? (laughs) Oh, dear me. You know, your intros continue to astound me. You don't even happened. mention what episode we're in. I'm a bit pedantic, no. can't I? You are a bit, yeah. <laughs> just go for the joke every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hello. Some good for you? <laughs> some logic is very good, thank you. Yeah, good, I'm glad. Yeah. I still haven't built my base yet, but at least I know ah. what to do next time I go on now. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I'm just enjoying swimming with the fishes. <laughs> so, um, welcome along to the Fear of Anything podcast, episode 44. Um, we're here to chat about good times and good stuff. We have Paps. Yes. And Devin. Hello. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yes, right, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Is the baby keeping you up at night yet? Yes, of course. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, last night was a bit of a, a weird one. She wakes. She wakes up. She thinks she's hungry. She should be hungry. But then when you actually get around to feeding her, she's like, "Nah, that's not." But you know, yeah. if you're gonna put her down again, she's just gonna wake you up again. So mm. you're trying to shove food down her face for about an hour at four o'clock in the morning, and it's just like, yeah, it's a bit GG. In my experience, kids yeah. will always eat sweets if you, uh, if, you, if you if you if you offer them. So uh, yeah, just put a bunch of sugar in the formula. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or a pizza. Sherbet dips. Dissolvable sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, shall we uh, pick up on pickups from pickups last week? Okie dokie. Yeah. Well, not the news feed bit, but yes, what, what pickups do we have? Have we got any, any uh, feedback or anything to report? Yes. Now, we've got an interesting uh, letter, not, not literally a letter, but a, a letter from a listener. Um, it's in the context of our review for um, Superman, the co- the comic. If you guys remember, it back a few episodes. It is yeah. a few episodes. Yeah. Try and rack my, rack my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it reads: okay. Your official anonymous listener dares Devon to watch three episodes of One Punch Man and give his review. <laughs> a- official dare, no takesy backsies. Oh, no <laughs> pa- powerful words. <laughs> Where can I watch One Punch Man? I believe it's on Netflix. Um, I assume it's because it's all about a super powerful guy. And yeah. Kevin says uh, a powerful guy is no good. Uh, well, a, powerful, yeah. a powerful guy who's all powerful and has no flaws, character-wise, is boring. Mm. Uh, yeah? I've seen One Punch Man is very um, satirical. Is that the right word? Uh, maybe. <laughs> As in, like, he's just... He's so he's bored that he's so powerful and he, he can't find any enemies to rival him. And he's just... Yeah, he is bored, and that makes him interesting. Mm. So you you know a bit about it at least a little, a little bit, just memes. But yeah, yeah. okay, I, I shall watch some. Okay, mm. ah, fair uh, enough. Is this from an anonymous listener? Is it? It is indeed our official anonymous listener. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, according to the listener, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give their name. Okay, is that is that to say is that is that because One Punch Man is so powerful as well, like Superman? Right, I assume so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we also, I, I need to make an apology from from last episode. I was talking about Godzilla, the the new film, and I said, "Why don't they do Mecha Godzilla?" Specifically, mm-hmm. I said, "Actually, the new film does have Mecha Godzilla in it." So, ah, okay. <laughs> this is the Kong v Godzilla film, is it? Or is it, it Godzilla v Kong? Which way around is it? 
don't know which way around it is. But yes, that's the, that's the film. And apparently, yeah, Mechagodzilla does uh, show up. So <laughs> my, my, okay. igno- my ignorance showed the oh sh- shows shown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Well. And we also, um, last episode, I said that we need to come back and talk about, or at least mention our uh, top three worlds, as in what, uh, what, yeah. what uh, film universes do we know best or know about really well? Do they have to be film? Or, or TV show, if you like. Okay. Yeah. So, have you guys got anything? Gosh, I forgot about this. How do you want to do this? <laughs> Perhaps. One what do you got? Well, I was thinking, though, generally, the first three that spring to mind are sci-fi based, so I'd, I probably shouldn't choose all three from the sci-fi genre. Mm. Um, I, I think it would definitely have to include uh, one is uh, Battlestar Galactica. Ah, uh, yes. Probably my favourite sci-fi. Oh! <gasps> I've just thought of another The universe. Expanse. The Expanse, which I compared mm-hmm. equally to Battlestar Galactica. There's too many sci-fi universes I enjoy. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, but but I, which always, do you know better? I've always... I don't know The Expanse well enough. I couldn't remember all the character names and things. Uh, Battlestar, I love to just have the time to sit and go through it all again. I'm talking about the remake. I, I enjoyed the 80s version of Battlestar as well, but it's a little bit mm. less less sort of quality really so oh gosh which do i know the best but i suppose the the best sci-fi universe i know is probably hitchhikers even though i even though i came last in the quiz (laughs) (laughs) but if i had to choose a genre that wasn't wasn't sci-fi i might go for something like game of thrones or something like that oh yeah Mm. Mm. a bit different i'd have to guess that one of devon's is well, yeah, I was going to say, number one for me is um, A Song of Ice and Fire or Game of Thrones, if you're talking about the TV show. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I yeah. didn't mean to steal your thunder by saying Game of Thrones. Nice, I okay. didn't know if that would be in yours, because you were a bit down on the ending, weren't you? So. Well, yeah, we don't talk about the TV show anymore. <laughs> it's all about the books, right? <laughs> or oh, so series one to five. And then literal, literary uh, universes. And... Yeah, exactly. Mm. And they do, they do differ slightly as well, especially as you get towards made... the end. I haven't read any of Game of Thrones, even though Ford did buy me the book once. Did I? You bought Whoops. me the first book, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's big, so not, not, it's a bit daunting. It, it's still on my shelf unread, sorry. That's it. Yeah, it's big. It's a big volume, yeah. yeah. They're all big volumes, though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's so, my... Th- I, yeah, go on, we're on to you, Devin, now, oh, yeah, aren't okay. we? Yeah. So yeah, my, yeah, my number one, let's talk about Song of Ice and Fire, probably. Um I've almost finished um, A Feast for Crows, which is the fourth book of the five-book series. That is, well. is still, we're still writing the last book, um, or the last two books, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I probably need to finish the entire thing. My second, I was going to say, is probably, if it's not sci-fi and it's not watching, only watching, I'll probably go for Skyrim. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, I think I know Skyrim quite well, and the whole universe and everything. Um, so yeah. what what genres does not genres what formats can you experience the Skyrim universe in? Well, it's really the Elder Scrolls universe, yes. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the overarching name of it. Um, it's all games, isn't it? There's books as well, but yeah, it's mostly just okay. games. Yeah. Hmm. So that's okay. the thing. If it's not if it's not just uh, TV show, I don't think about playing playing universes. I just think about well, watching. I mostly just yeah. play things. That's the issue. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I guess you have to go with Hitchhikers again for my third. Yeah. For the, my best known, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Proves that last time, yeah. Mine, mine are a bit uh, unsurprising. I've got Marvel, 
yeah. superheroes and all that. Uh, I've got yeah. Star Wars, which I've you know I love the films and books. I've well, yeah. uh, some of the books I like, and then Stargate because I've binged all those many oh, a time. Of course, yeah, Stargate, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Mm. So there's some variety between us, isn't there? Yeah, I think Ford yeah. binges things a lot easier than I do. So his knowledge for yeah. certain things is like really, really good. So like for Star Wars, <laughs> I'd say like, oh yeah, my knowledge for Star Wars is really good. But then Ford's is like ten times better than mine. Yeah, so. steady on. Well, it's when you can recall characters and backstories and things like that. You mm. know if somebody's a real fan. Yeah. Oh, very good. And now it's time for anything newsfeed. Perhaps have you got some news for us? Uh, well, I, I do feel we've we've had a jock at the beginning of the show, but it has been a bit of a, an emotional last few days at the time of recording. The news came out um, within the last 48 hours of um, the sad announcement of Prince Philip's death, the Duke of Edinburgh. And uh, I just wanted to comment on it, really. I, I feel it, it's worth a comment when the, your monarch's husband of 73 years passes away. I've not known, obviously, none of us have known a world with, without him there and uh not that we know he was there or not but you know what i mean it just felt right to mention it here um i feel that it's a good opportunity for us to be praying for our monarch we as christians we're encouraged to do that anyway praying for the queen especially at this time it must be really no matter how much wealth and notoriety you've got losing your husband's must be one of the hardest things to go through so let's be praying for our queen at this time did anybody want to comment on prince philip um i didn't know much about him really um Um, i didn't know he was greek yes yeah from corfu he was born yeah Yeah. there's been a lot obviously on the media about him and it's been enlightening i must admit even for myself yeah Mm. um there's a couple of quotes that i found (laughs) what some of his gaffes yeah yeah they are Um, they are funny some of them let's see if he's staging the cut or not I thought they were a little bit funny. Um, remembering by his least best bits. Exactly. One of them is, I don't think a prostitute is more moral than a wife, but they are doing the same thing. Oh, gosh. And, <laughs> Did he really say that? that? And then another one is, when a man opens a car door for his wife, it's either a new car or a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That last one's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's quite clever, that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that we agree with it. We don't so, endorse it. So he opens the, he opens the car door for the if it's a new car to pretend yeah. it's a new car, so she's not yeah. touching it. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was quite yeah. funny. Or quite or clever. it's the beginnings of a new relationship yeah. that he cares enough, and then later on he, yeah, he doesn't care as much. All, all I know about him really was from The Crown, the TV show. I don't know if yeah. you guys watched, watched that. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. liked the way Matt, Matt Smith portrayed him. It was oh. pretty good. It was quite good. I, I think hearing all the story about him in the news this last weekend has been interesting and thinking, I remember that in The Crown. Yeah, it was good representation. I know The Crown has had its criticisms of how it's portrayed certain aspects of the whole royal story. Oh, really? But some of the stuff about where he went to school and his relationship with his son and, and all that and his early struggles with becoming the husband of the Queen and having to walk behind her and bow to her and things like that, you know, which mm. is totally out of anybody's kind of normal experience, I suppose, isn't it? You know, having so, to bow to your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Who does mm. that? <laughs> <laughs> you can bow to your wife in many different ways. And I bow to my mm. wife's opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not saying that a woman should bow, bow to the man, by the way. I'm, no, I'm, I know. I'm not going yeah. there. Yeah, no. just, just saying. But we've, we, I felt it was just worth us commenting on. So as Christians, let's be praying for the family. Obviously, it's not just the Queen that will be mourning at this time. The whole family will be. So uh, yeah. And I, I think it's fair to add, well, some people might say, well, why any more special attention to that death than any, all the other many thousands of deaths that happen every day, you know, including those who have lost loved ones because of the pandemic recently, you know, they're, they're just as tragic. And I, I wholeheartedly agree. Grief and mourning affects everybody, doesn't it? You know, yeah. But, um, but as he is, just yeah. like when a celebrity dies or something like that, um, mm -hmm. but it's part of it's a huge part of our yeah. and our, our culture as um, yeah. English people or um, British people, I th and I think it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a massive thing. Something that Rebecca pointed out to me as well that I've, I've heard of before, but I didn't actually think about was that um, when you get into an older age and your spouse dies, usually the um, the wife or the, the husband that's left over um, doesn't live too long after that anyway. Mm. So yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah so definitely need to be uh, praying for yeah. our queen for yes. sure that she has a lot of support and a lot of peace and everything i think another thing just to quickly mention before we move on um is the the wonderful work that uh, prince philip did all throughout his life he was a it was a, a man of, of great faith and he he had I, I haven't got them to hand now but some great quotes not just a silly joke he was but some great moral and uh, christian um um, what's the word I'm looking for? He did some great works in 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 the regard. He felt like he felt like God had given him a mission, a mission to carry out on the earth while he was alive, and he certainly did a lot towards towards that, um, including, of course, the uh, Duke of Edinburgh Awards scheme, mm. um, which has affected multi hundreds of thousands of um, young people in in the yeah. country and all around the world. Will add as well, yeah, yeah. giving giving people new hope and. Um, a fresh start in their lives yeah. yeah so there we have it well thank you listener for bearing with us while we indulge our royalness i think <laughs> obviously that a lot of people were saying oh who cares or anything like that as, as you say but e either way it's a man who has died mm -hmm. yeah. and whether we know anyone else that's died obviously throughout covid or anything like that it's no more or less important or sad but because he is prominent mm. that's why our attention's on him that's the only yeah. reason and it gives us a chance to highlight a lot of the good stuff that's yeah yeah that's happened through him okay well should we do what we're here to do let's do it and now it's time for Paps chosen subject i've mentioned before in multiple episodes in the past my, my magazine i frequently have delivered uh by monthly so six episodes a year called sorted magazine a magazine that's designed for any, well, particularly men, it's a men's magazine in the best possible meaning of the term, but it's also a very Christian-based magazine. So I thought I'd, I'd had a look through it, the latest one, which was the March-April one, and uh, just wanted to pick out, uh, see if there's anything that jumped out at me, and I found this article that I'm going to read to you. Um, it's not very long, and um, we'll have a little chat about it afterwards, if that's okay. Sounds good. Okie dokie. So it's entitled, um, it's by a chap, I'll say who it's by, by a chap called Lee Jackson. Lee Jackson is an award-winning motivational speaker and presentation coach. He delivers his Get Good at Work from Home sessions online and offline internationally. So that's the author of this short article called Get Good at Work. 
a simple way to have a happier workplace and then subtitled what quick things can we do to make work life easier here we go people are often looking for lots of complex ways to have a better workplace spending a fortune on courses and books listening to dozens of podcasts and gurus but sometimes the simple things can really work have you ever had a day when people really annoyed you sometimes i secretly thought what is wrong with these people if we are irritable we can easily get annoyed at every little thing they do we sometimes need to remember that at work we are thrown together with loads of random strangers some may become friends but we are mainly different people from different backgrounds with different values and interests when i reflect on some of my first jobs i thought i'd be friends with some of those people forever but i've just lost touch with most of them now some workmates have become great friends over the years but in my early jobs we didn't have much in common and lost touch some people might start to say ridiculous things or do annoying things unless something serious is happening i suggest biting your lip and choosing your battles wisely we can't fight everything and everyone we can't correct every crazy opinion we hear we can't relentlessly change people's opinions or habits most of the time the only person we can truly change is ourselves so we don't have to react we can take a deep breath say nothing or walk away we don't have to get involved in an argument or a piece of gossip it is our choice i love a verse in the bible from colossians 3 verse 13 which says make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you i'm not saying you shouldn't have an opinion or that you should always be silent it's about choosing your battles and making allowances we can all be annoying at times and this is the crunch really of what the article is saying some good advice i think is just about to come out so let me let me read it to you to have a less stressful time at work choose to say less choose to smile more choose to roll your eyes secretly choose to listen more choose your work friends very carefully and choose to keep your head down choose to get your job done with less drama so that's simply the that's simply the article really and it's got a few thoughts in there i thought but we worth discussing uh, get your opinion on any thoughts quickly before i ask any questions of you i think that makes a lot of sense um but i think that is very counter to what a lot of cultures are in the christian world mm-hmm. where it's in the christian world yeah where it's uh, evangelize 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 you know, yeah spread the good yeah news, okay talk to everybody and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes you evangelize by shutting your mouth a little bit because mm. <laughs> i know in my, yeah. in my workplaces before like um i've had people like making fun of the christian faith or something like that and they'll know i'll be christian um mm-hmm. but the fact that i'm just like i don't know not taking it to heart or anything like that it speaks more to them than if mm. i tried to i don't know, shut them down or try to argue with yeah. them or anything like that 
then they go and start asking me questions about my faith and things like that eventually because they actually respect that I can just give and take a bit of banter or mm. you know I'm not like stuck up or something yeah if that makes sense if people can sense that they can rile you easily or this new phrase that people use and troll you yeah yeah, troll you, yeah 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 I never knew what that meant until I started to think about it a bit more so it's like troll under the bridge it's sort of rile yeah trying to provoke an argument yeah. isn't it um, yeah, people will try and troll you if they think they can get a, a rise out of you. Then, uh, yeah, our response is going to be critical to whether they succeed or not, isn't it? It's that, that line, we don't have to get involved in an argument or a piece of gossip. It's our choice. Yeah. You know, we can choose to be quiet, can't we? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, the problem is a lot of people do love drama. And mm. maybe even us, we, we like drama sometimes, you know? Mm. So it's it's really difficult to say to yourself, actually, I'll I'll stay out of this one. I think it's dangerous though sometimes, isn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah, you're playing with fire. You can hurt people's lives, you know. Yeah, but, but we seem to love it sometimes. Yeah, and those relationships, if we damage them because we want to be right all the time, or on a particular in a particular, as it as the article refers to, choose your battles well. If you're always got to get the last word in be proven to write to the person you're talking to you end up losing that person they're never going to listen to anything you're going to say again uh, and we can you can damage the gospel as Devin was just referring to about you know yeah. sometimes that relationship has to be earned first doesn't it before we have the right to be trusted in what we're saying mm. yeah. but then what would you consider is worth getting involved in there because well, you know, that's that's advocating mm. a lot of don't do anything I think I get the feeling this article was timely written. I think I think it's talking about dealing with work related banter and disagreements, maybe political. We've talked about divisions at politics and we're not going to talk about it here now, but the political differences and matters of, you know, ethnic differences, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world at the moment that divides people. And I wonder if, this is written to try and encourage, because it's written primarily for a Christian readership. Look, let's be wise about what we put our foot down on. Yeah. You know, um, if you're going to get upset about politics or about race relationship issues and things like that, um, you could end up doing more damage than good. That's where I sense the article's coming from. It doesn't mm. explicitly say that, but the whole thing about, you know, some people have different opinions to you you know sometimes people sound like how can they believe that you know conspiracy theory believers yeah. you know all that sort of thing if you end up in arguments over those different things you can end up like i said in a not good place yeah i think for my money it's it's more often about how you say something than what you're saying generally mm. speaking i mean I, I guess what you're saying is most important but as to whether you're knocking someone out of kilter if you're messing mm. with someone's head it's more about how you're saying it mm. rather than uh, than anything mm -hmm. else. Yeah, and I think the issue is in today's world when you're with social media, you can quite easily not talk to anyone whilst actually a lot of people hearing you. Mm. So it's so you could make like a really inflammatory post or a post that is really you know strong mm -hmm. to your principles in like a not giving any kind of leeway type of way that could be quite mm. toxic but you're putting out as your post, not to anyone directly. Mm. So it doesn't feel like you're shutting anyone down. Yeah. Because it's not, you're not targeting anyone. But you, a lot of people are actually seeing that. And it's trying to get that balance between standing to your principles and 
you know, not being you know, judgmentally mm. or not shoving it down people's throats, I suppose. I hear that quite a lot. Yeah, I think another reason why this particular article came came at me as something I wanted to talk about was I, I recently had a situation where somebody who I respect highly, somebody I follow on Facebook, not that I go on Facebook very often, but I happened to see something that had been written there by this particular person that really was provocational and aggressively against something I feel strongly about. Mm. And I could have very quickly started clacking out on my keyboard a response yeah. that would have put a, dif a different perspective but i don't want to fall out with that person i don't feel it's the right um setting to begin to have a, you a know, debate a big yeah that could yeah. end nastily so i had to, i had, it took some doing <laughs> but i had to sort of say right no just leave it yeah. it's not worth it it ain't worth it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i just couldn't <laughs> I couldn't, I thought, no, that's not where I want to go. I've done it once or twice before, usually about disagreeing with somebody on a, a film being good or not. So <laughs> people get very upset about those things yeah. and you end up being unfriended by somebody, you know. Yeah. Not that I care about how many people are my friends on social media, but, yeah. It feels but like social it, media is a really bad place to disagree with someone. Oh, it's an unsociable it's, place, yeah, isn't it's, it? It's great to <laughs> agree with people, but when yeah. you disagree with someone... Yeah. Every, yeah, it's really, really bad. So, it's yeah. the flaw of the written word, isn't it? The, yeah. the written word doesn't is, convey the entire message, does it? It certainly doesn't. No, no. Yeah. How easily can you mishear what people are saying when you just read what they're saying? Yeah. Now, the article also sort of started by talking about like how to have a good relationship with your work colleagues and stuff like that. And I was thinking, adults are pretty bad at having a social life. I think. Mm, yeah, I, I feel like when you're at, when you're at school or when you're a kid or yeah. something like that, you you spend all your free time with people generally. Mm. Like you always have your friends around and stuff like that. Um, as adults, it's like you just go home, watch TV, mm. and go to work. And it, your work time is your social time. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not good, is it? No, mm. especially when the pubs are shut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose a lot of people are looking forward to that opening. Yeah. I mean, you guys probably do this more than me, but your social life, I suppose, a lot of it could be spent online. Yeah. Not necessarily, play, not, but I mean, in the gaming world, you know, you, you socialise with yeah. people you know through games, don't you? Yeah. And that's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine. You are adults now as well, boys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so you are. Both married and with one child already between you, and um, you know, so well, yeah. we're not sharing, we're are sharing we? Yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. pick her off on Saturdays, right? Yeah, <laughs> get for the weekends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, you you guys are, 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 as adults, but you found a different way of socialising. Some people would need the pub to be the place where they meet their mates. You know? Yeah. Um, it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, I guess when we could, I would go have a game of snooker once a month with the guys from church. We do other stuff every month. You know, we do social stuff in that way. I go play bowls every week you know my brother and my and my daughter when she lived nearby and so you know we do stuff like that socially but yeah it's not not easy to do things you don't go out and play like you used to as a kid i guess that's what exactly you yeah you go down you, the field you have to make an effort now don't you yeah to stay connected and to yeah. do things and socialize with your friends whereas before yeah. it's, it's just natural isn't it it's yeah you just... go around knocking on your friend's door and yeah. ask if they can come out to play yeah yeah <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Although a lot of the men in our church do meet up and go for walks regularly. There was a, a group went out for a walk yesterday yeah. and stuff like that just to get some time together. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know how we got onto that. But have you got any strategies of your own that help you to, other than just smile more, say less, don't roll your eyes? <laughs> yep. Listen more. That was a good one. Listen. Choose your friends carefully. Keep your head down. Just get on with your job and don't and with less of a drama. Um, anything else that you could add to that list of your own? You kind of just got to think that you're very unlikely to change their mind in one mm. argument. Yeah. So there's no point to argue. Yeah. I think. Um, obviously, a lot of people, if say if we're talking Christian context, um, if someone is being defamatory towards their faith mm. or their God. Um, then you can kind of try and defend God mm-hmm. in some kind of way. But yeah. I don't think you really need to do that. I think you just need to try and be a good witness in the way that you... Because obviously a lot of people think um, being a good witness is you know, a witness testimony, but it's mm-hmm. being a witness of how Jesus might be. And mm-hmm. I don't think he really got into many arguments. He, he kind no. of just whipped a couple of people and dipped, didn't he? So he, do that. he did what? <laughs> whipped a few people and then dipped. Let's do that. I mostly agree with what you're talking about, but I do think to a degree if someone's starting to talk about God or or saying things that are wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and we're the people I mean it's like I often like to consider what what does it mean if someone was doing that about my wife or about my child mm-hmm. or something like about a child, but you know I would step in, wouldn't I? I would defend. Yeah. We well, I think I've, we're called to defend our faith. Yeah. I mean yeah, I wouldn't go around sort of bringing it up with everybody. I know, I know you think this, mm. and I'm going to tell you how it is. But if it came up and it was in my area, and they were saying it to me, even then, I definitely think I would say something. Good. Yeah. But I guess this point we can agree to disagree on. It, I think it depends for me if it's someone who I'm trying to build a work relationship with, and I'm going to have to work with them for ages. A lot. Mm. Something that I do say quite a lot is quite handy. Is um, I've actually got an opinion on that. Yeah, that kind of differs yours if you want me to tell you that. So it kind of gives mm. them a chance to give you permission to talk about mm. what it actually is. Um, and then it's just their fault that they gave you permission. That's great. It's a good way of handling yeah, it. Yeah, it kind yeah. of does work. Yeah. Like I said earlier, yeah, I think it's more the way you say it. I mean, I'm not talking about getting offended. I'm just talking mm. about saying what you believe. Yeah. Mm. I think one of the primary things we must do is not raise our voices because when we do that, we've lost the argument already, haven't we? Mm. You know, as soon as we get irate about our position, then we, we really have on shaky ground. I think. Yeah. But I love that. I love that approach, Devin. And I agree with Ford. We have we have to be prepared to defend our faith. You know, and uh, if uh, and I love the idea that you know if somebody was saying defamatory things about your wife, you wouldn't just sit silently by, would you? You know, I mean, God does pull a lot of parallels from that sort of thing. You know, yeah. God the Father and God the Son and stuff like that. There's a lot of uh, familial ties. And uh, in Revelation, we're talked about as being the wife of Christ, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. And bride, there's a bride. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Same. Same thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. No. That's fine. Um, yeah. So it it does pull a lot of those parallels, and yeah, yeah. sometimes it. it a lot of mysteries about the Bible do sort of clear up when you think, yeah, if you look at it from this angle, you know, mm-hmm. why would God discipline me? Surely he loves me. Mm. You know, that's what that's what a father does to a child, you know? Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, that sort of thing. I think if you can foster good relationships with those you spend your time with, and majority of people, some people spend more time at work than they do at home, you know, or in work relationships are the most prominent ones they have. If, if you can do anything you can to foster good relationships there, be respected and well thought of, rather than being the antagonistic Bible basher, um, then that's got to be good, hasn't it? You know, mm. um, I, I remember in one in my office environment in my previous period of work where before I do what I do now I was in an office environment and um you know the I I, I was able to make it very clear from day one that I, I I was a person of Christian faith and it was important to me and they respected that straight away and I didn't have to force it down anybody's throat if they were going through troubles they knew they could come to me and have a chat and I would pray with them you know even as non-christians they would do that and um and there were certain things that happened that called my integrity into question but because i was taking a stand on a particular issue and saying i that that isn't what happened i did this um a there was an investigation went into it by my senior manager who said andy wouldn't say he did that if he didn't do it and when they looked into it i was proven correct you know because it, it was something that um i hadn't done wrong you know yeah. but if i'd have been a dubious character my boss would have believed the accusation against me. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and other examples where they took down offensive calendars and things, you know, do you know what I mean? Off the wall because they knew it wasn't what I wanted in my workplace. Yeah, so things like that. And I didn't have to ask for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the beautiful thing about it. I'm not saying that's the same for everybody, but I think if we can do what we can to for others to respect you, mm. yeah even if they differ from your opinion. I think but now, yeah, go on. I think it's quite different now as a young guy, youngish guy, um, going into work. And um, it's not like a, oh, okay, you're a Christian. Okay, cool, I respect that. It's a, wait, you're not 50 and you're a Christian? Like, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so I think, so it's, not, it's not exactly the same. And people... Really? don't always, you know, stop mm. swearing or take down those calendars or that kind of thing, yeah, initially. Mm. But remember, I was only in my 20s when I'm just, some of those things happened to me. Yeah, but it's know. a different time, isn't it? I know. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> different time. But we did, listen, there was antagonistic persecutors of the gospel throughout the whole of history. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I know what you're saying. It's a different time. Maybe people are emboldened now, but I certainly believe the younger generation do have a more a, a greater boldness to be bombastic about their views. Perhaps now more than ever, probably be emboldened by social media. To be honest, they've they've had a voice. They're used to using it, aren't they? Yeah, I can only speak on my um, uh, experience, yeah. and I obviously mm. didn't work with yeah. you, work, so I can't really say. But, uh, no. but yeah. I'm saying everybody was nice to me because I was no, a Christian. No, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You yeah. know, sometimes people laugh at you wherever you work and whatever you do. And yeah. what about you, Ford? In, in your work, you work in a in a kind of what environment? To describe your work environment. Is it well, I, I, or with colleagues? Yeah, I think I'm all right. But um, yeah, a, a good general rule I employ is to uh, not let people get to know you too well. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't disagree with this entire article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. Um, seriously, I think um, 
Yeah, I mean, everyone I work with knows I'm a Christian. I tend to not be in most of the conversations because I think they're a waste of time. Okay. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not very good at being sociable, so that's really the issue, isn't it? There. That's so whether someone respects my beliefs, yeah, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been able to have a, a deeper, meaningful conversation with either a, a, a one-to-one or a small group of people on a, on a break or something? Yeah, um, one guy I'm particularly well, I wouldn't say close with, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. We he talks about deep things all the time with me, and yeah, yeah, ask questions. Uh, yeah. yeah. I found like most um, problems that people have with Christianity is the mm. people and religion. People mm. don't often attack your God, they would attack your yeah. religion. Mm-hmm. And well, I think yeah, that's something well, to bear in mind a lot of the time. They're not like, you listen to what they are actually saying and think, okay, yeah, Christian, the church has done some bad things before. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's let's talk Absolutely. about that. Let's try and think of some practical good ways that the, the church yeah. has been in our society as well. And try and talk about mm-hmm. that as well. Um, yeah, you can you can easily get very defensive, and then you start saying things that you don't want to be saying, and you start raising your voice mm-hmm. as you say, if you think that we it's the attack on your god. Yeah. We can't defend the undefensible, can we? And unfortunately, you're quite right to say that a lot of time the negative conversations will be uh, people judging Christ by the Christians, isn't it? By the response of Christians yep. and things, the history yep. of what, what the church is guilty of. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's anything more to add to that. I think that's good. Let's yeah. just try and be a bit more smiley and uh, welcoming and, uh, what does it say? Talk less. Less, less quick to, <laughs> um, yeah, less quick to jump in with our hmm. inflated opinions. I don't know if I could talk less if I tried. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could smile more. You do yeah, smile. You're smiley. No, I try. Yeah. yeah. Let's make our lives to be an open door where people know that they can come to us. Because everybody will go through stuff. Rubbish happens to people. And if they know that you are somebody that they can come to, then I think we re- re- receive greater fruit from our faith in that in those situations. Thank you very much. Cool. Thank you. Let's set your next assignment and say farewell. The end is nigh. <laughs> the, Not the, the end, end of the world. No, no. <laughs> Jesus is coming. Look busy. Um, <laughs> No, no, the end of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to uh, comment or, on anything we've said or, or t- tell us something that you, uh, any of your opinions, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, in the description below is where you can uh, contact us. We've got all sorts email, we're on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. You know. Um, mm. Yeah. Smoke signals. You can, we can try yeah, that. Try. Yeah. Try that. Be on the lookout. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, the, you'll be uh, the evening, I think. Yeah. Start an argument. <laughs> Start an argument via smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> Not shouting. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's okay. no, pretty good. Drop a like, uh, share, subscribe. I actually heard some someone the other day that likes and subscribers don't actually matter that much. It's all about the views. Is that? It's about uh, interaction apparently. as well, supposedly. So I think you, if you view for a certain period of time, it's on YouTube anyway. If you view for a certain period of time, then it can't. That class is one interaction. If you like, it's another interaction, and if you comment, it's another one. So yeah, like, comment, watch the thing. <laughs> and I guess you uh, want to so watch more than subscribe. I suppose the comments would be quite helpful then, wouldn't it? Yeah, drop us a comment in the bottom. Okay, I will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, thank you for listening along. Uh, we know it could be quite hard sometimes. Um, Can it? Yeah, yeah. 
for, for our listeners, you know. It's hard, hard work. <laughs> I feel we're not too hard. It's not easy, is it? <laughs> um, that's that's the show. Can I say anything? You want me to say anything? Okay, oh. then. Thank you, guys. So until we meet around the microphone again next time. Oh, no, before we <laughs> so close. Oh. <laughs> you don't forget to say, obviously, it's still early days with our new format. This episode will be going out labelled episode 44.1. And for our usual assignment slash reviews, sort of homework episode, sub-episode, will be 44.2, which will be coming out in hopefully the next few days. So look out for that in your whatever feed or wherever you hear or watch us. Okay. So now I can say, until we meet around the microphone again next time. Bye. 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 Official disclaimer, Theory of Anything podcast do not endorse feeding sweets or pizza to newborn babies. Comments that suggest otherwise do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Theory of Anything podcast. No responsibility will be accepted should such practices be attempted.